0: In a WMV exclusive, Harvey Mason Jr., CEO of the Recording Academy, says Kanye West will not lose his Grammy trophies. Harvey also talks about the best reggae album category and what should happen if Dancehall should be separate from reggae at the Grammys. Welcome to World Music Views.
1: Thank you, I appreciate it. It's good to be here, good to see you.
0: So World Music Views is the first music business publication in Jamaica. There's always been music entertainment shows, but we focus on the music and the music business because we think that's an area that's underserved for Caribbean people, Jamaican people, Black people even, in yeah. terms of how to develop the music, you know? So, And I love what you're doing. I love the changes happening with the Grammys. And this is about to make history, by the way, because a lot of people want to know Everything I'm about to ask you. So if you notice, I put the Jamaican flag behind me. So they're behind me asking these questions.
1: Great. I love it. Let's get them some answers.
0: So first of all, let's give me some background. Where are you from and how did you get your job?
1: I am from LA. I was actually born in Boston, but I've lived in LA my whole life since I was eight months old. Uh, I grew up in a musical household. My mom and dad were both musicians. I was taking piano lessons my whole life. So I became a songwriter and a record producer. Uh, Then I got into producing film and TV. And then I was on the board of directors for the Recording Academy. Then I was the chair of the Recording Academy. And then I was the interim CEO while we searched for a CEO. And then they asked me to be the CEO. And I was then officially named as a CEO about two years ago. So that's the shortest version of my history that I've ever given.
0: Okay, that's cool. I, I remember when the CEO changed and a lot of changes happened. What's the difference between the Grammys then for the, the last umpteen years and the, the, the reggae category being a part of it since 84? So what's the difference between the Grammys since it started and what are the changes that are happening now?
1: You know, the organization has been around 65 years now, and there's been so much change, not just in the last two years, but from the beginning of, of the organization. Since I took over... Uh, You know, there's been an effort to really make sure that we were diversifying what we were doing, that we were doing a lot more listening, that we were doing a lot more including, Uh, there was equity among genres, genders, races, geographies, so there's just a lot of effort and attention paid to making sure that we were, you know, pulling back the curtain, looking under every rock, are there things that we can do better, how can we innovate, iterate, how can we be, be the best organization that we possibly can be and be in service to the music community, the music people you know our organization over 65 years has done some amazing things i think some of it gets overlooked all the service to musicians through music cares and our educational efforts through the museum and our advocacy in dc and fighting for the rights of music creators and intellectual property holders there's so many things that we've done uh, but generally people look at us for the awards and say oh who did you snub this year or what nominations were good and who you know who didn't get nominated that should have and why is this person not in that category so a lot of those things that we've been doing over the years have been done really, really well, but we wanna do better and we wanna do more. We wanna to continue to improve our membership, our voting process and all the other things I spoke about.
0: That's the key thing. How do people become members? How can Jamaican musicians, people making reggae dancehall music become voting members?
1: Well, I think it's very straightforward how you can be a member and we'll talk more about why it's important. But first off, to be a member, You have to be a professional working in the music industry and releasing music in the United States, right now in the United States. And that will, I think, at some point change as far as where your music can be released in order for you to qualify. But with the the importance and the, the advent of streaming technology, pretty much all music that's released, if you're putting it on Spotify or Apple or Amazon, it's ending up coming out in the United States. So it's very easy to become a person releasing music in the United States. You used to have to have a record deal and spend millions of dollars in the studio and have a distribution and all this. Now as long as your music is coming out on a streaming platform and you have a certain amount of credits, five, six, seven, eight credits, and you can claim that you are a professional music person, you can submit for membership at the Academy. Uh, and it's very easy process. You do it online. You can get someone to sponsor you. Any music person can sponsor you. They don't have to be a member. So you get sponsored, you turn in your credits, uh, you apply for membership, and you will be a member.
0: Dancehall and reggae artists, they, they have felt like the Grammys is not in touch with the, the pulse of the music. Bob Marley is the biggest reggae actor, as you know. And over the years, his family deservingly, in my opinion, in many instances, won the Grammy, the best reggae album. Do you think there is an affinity for voters to vote for who they know? versus what's really the biggest reggae song or reggae album in in for the year?
1: This goes to every category we have. And you have to understand the voting is entirely done by members. So think about our membership. Think about what the makeup of that membership is and think about the music that they know and that they're experts in. And this is why diversifying who our membership is, is so important. We haven't done a good enough job of going into different genres and bringing people in. So to me, I would like to see more reggae dancehall music makers and creators being a part of our organization. That would have a direct impact and correlate exactly to what nominations were made and who would ultimately win. So to your point, if I don't know reggae extremely well, I'll look for a name that I recognize. If I work in reggae and I make reggae and I'm around dancehall music and I'm in the studio or in creative spaces with dancehall artists or producers or songwriters or arrangers or engineers, I'm gonna be more educated about that genre of music. So long answer to your question, the Academy needs to ensure that there's people from each genre involved in membership. So we need to make sure we're talking to the reggae dancehall community. make sure we're inviting them To be a part of the organization. We used to sit as an organization, just kind of relax in the back and say, Well, we're the academy. If you'd like to join, you know, we'll think about having you. Now we're doing it another way. We're going to the areas where we think we need improvement. And we're saying, Dancehall community, reggae community, listen to what it is we do, listen to the value of being a member, understand what it is we're doing the rest of the year besides just the Grammys. And if that resonates with you, please join us and please make our voting membership more reflective of your genre, make it more understanding of the music of your genre. And then when it comes time to vote, it will have an impact on who our nominees and who our winners are. So that's something we're working really hard at and trying to do a better job at.
0: Was there ever a threat to discontinuing the reggae category because of a lack of submissions?
1: No, we've had really good submissions in the reggae category. I think over the last Five years we've had almost 700 submissions last year we had I believe 70 or 75 so it's down a little bit this year but for the most part we've had really good numbers in that category and we don't arbitrarily decide which categories to implement or to remove it's all based on submissions and if you get good submissions in a category there would be no purpose for us to remove it conversely if there's a genre of music that's not represented we take submissions from artists or communities or, or people that are in that field or in that genre and they say hey we need a category like right now, you're hearing a lot about Afro beats and you're hearing a lot from that community. And they're saying we would like to be honored and recognized at the Grammys and I'm saying heck yeah let's get as many different types of music under our umbrella as possible we've worked really hard over the last two years to include more music not less to include more people from more genres from more regions and make sure that we're honoring them properly. But in order to do that, we have to have a submission, uh, a proposal from that constituency saying, we wanna be recognized. Once that proposal is submitted, then it works its way through it towards the nominations committee and through our trustee board to get voted and approved as a category. So that's uh, that's what we're trying to do.
0: So there is the possibility that in the very short future, there will be a reggae and a dance category separate.
1: It's possible only because anything's possible. And when it comes to categories, it just depends on who submits. If the dance hall community wanted its own category and they were felt so strongly about it and the stakeholders in that category felt like, we wanna have our own category and they submitted and they had the right language in their proposal, the right rationale as to why it was important. Good s- signers on the proposal because as a submitter, you can go through the community and say, These are all the people that support this proposal. Please sign on to my proposal. It's almost like, you know, like government. People sign on to bills. You get the right signers. You get the right language and and justification, and you'll have a new category.
0: Let's talk about Afrobeat, and and I'm going to swing dance all into it, but will there be Afrobeat on stage this year? It's possibly the most dominant genre other than pop this year. Will we see in the live show someone from Afrobeat performing?
1: You really don't know until the nominations come out. Our show is really based on the nominations of the year. We're trying to feature the most nominated or or popular, not popular, that's the wrong word, the most recognized music of the year by our voters. That's the goal for the show. What did our voters like? What did they vote for? What do they think needed to be celebrated in the year? And those are the things we put on stage. So I think Based on the nominations, the producers will look through those and decide what's the show look like, who's on stage, who's presenting, which categories will be listed. So as far as Afrobeats having representation on stage, it's very possible, but you also have to realize that without a category and without nominations in that genre, it would be something that would be a little bit of an outlier. I think when you look at most popular genres right now. Afrobeats is climbing. I don't. I would not say it's the most popular as far as statistically speaking. I think it's incredible and it's, it's amazing music and there's great collaborations happening. I think there's a groundswell of popularity around it, but obviously pop is very popular. Latin music is dominating. Uh, hip-hop music is, I think... Bad uh, Bunny
0: is out of this world.
1: <laughs> yeah, so there's a lot of genres that are being represented through our awards and will be on our stage, but it really is dependent on the nominations. Those come out November 15th.
0: Last year an interesting thing happened that actually benefited Jamaican music. Shenseea got nominated by way of Kanye's Donda for best for album of the year. She didn't attend the ceremony because I don't know um talk to me about that change in in giving everybody an award and is it that they get a nomination certificate and if they should if if Donda had won would everyone on the album get a trophy?
1: There's some specific benchmarks that you need to meet, but yes, the idea was last year, our board decided that people who participated in album of the year would get a Grammy. And that widened from, you used to have to produce or write or perform on 51%, I believe, or might've changed to 33 and a third percent, but that number has come down. And we want to have more inclusion, more involvement from people who are creating the album of the year and make them uh, a part of the celebration and make them feel respected and honored through the award. Uh, Because we felt if somebody was working on album of the year and they had sung on the biggest song, the first single, the the single that created the most interest and the most buzz or the most awareness of, of an album, that generated the votes to earn album of the year that that person should be recognized. So that was a change that was implemented last year by the awards and nomination. Like I said earlier, these changes come and go and they, they evolve. The whole process is very fluid. And if people propose things, we look at them. And if the board of trustees votes on it, they're implemented. If they're not, they're not. So this is something we did a couple of years ago. Uh, It's what it is for now. It could change again in the future.
0: So Kanye is one of the most awarded Grammy Grammy nominees are one of the most awarded Grammy acts. Everybody's cutting ties with Kanye. They're announcing every day because of his recent statements. Um, will the Grammy cut ties with him? Is it, is it a situation where you could rescind the trophies or you're not involved in his speeches?
1: We are not at the place where we would ever rescind a trophy. I won't say ever, but we wouldn't rescind a trophy Uh, And we've tried really hard not to be involved in judging people's politics or morals or getting involved in deciding what people should or shouldn't say. Obviously, we do not support what many artists say or their actions, and sometimes we're very disappointed in different people, but I don't believe it's our place to remove trophies from people who have earned them through excellence in music or in art. So. I guess I would probably say uh, specifically we're not in that space of removing trophies or asking for them back.
0: As music becomes global, the globalization of music is happening. Record companies, if you could drop a song and it's not a hit, but it's streaming worldwide, record companies are making money. A song might not hit in the US, even though it's a US release, but like Taylor Swift's album is now the number one album in Jamaica. Imagine that Mm -hmm. reggae country, she has no number one album in Jamaica. Would the Grammys ever consider staging the ceremony outside of America, like Jamaica, for example?
1: I think we would consider that. There's a lot of opportunity. Borders are coming down. Music is blowing through you know, languages and separate territories and regions. And we're seeing that the map is just a two-dimensional, uh, randomly decided and, and arbitrarily separated Group of people and countries. I think with music, you are seeing people come together and people from all different parts of the world loving other genres. Similar to what you just said, Jamaica uh, having Taylor be the number one record in the country is an amazing example of this. There's no borders. There's no reason that music can't reach everyone. So where we have our show could change. Where we honor music might widen. There might be a chance to do more work around serving music people in other parts of the world, you know, we say a lot that opportunity or talent is distributed evenly around the world, but opportunity is not. So that would say to us, hey, you might need to take a look at some other areas, some other uh, parts of the world as to where we want to celebrate or where we want to have events, have education, have um advocacy. This stuff goes all around the world, not just in the U.S.
0: There's a disconnect between persons either viewing on social media and tweeting and who watching on TV. Are you going to include social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, especially now that Elon owns Twitter, are you going to be including social media more in the Grammy Awards experience?
1: Yes. And you touched on something that is I think a common misbelief where viewership is down. I think traditional viewership is down, but I think people watching the show and consuming the content and appreciating music is way up. We are in digital spaces. We have done social media things. We are streaming in certain other platforms. We were in the metaverse this year through Roblox. We had to deal with Meta. We were Facebook. Uh, we're also doing YouTube. We're doing a lot of other ways that you can watch the show. So, yes to your question, we will continue to do more on social media and in digital, and now even in Web three.
0: Who are your top five favorite artists of all time? In your opinion, yeah,
1: you know I'm never going to tell you that on this interview. No chance. Artists. My favorite artists are all the ones making all this great music this year. And then next year, my favorite artists will be the artists that are making great music next year.
0: (laughs) All right. Who, who, who do you see coming up that's doing something great in music in general? Give me, give me three names. I won't give you any
1: names, but I will say, I love what's happening with the globalization of music and the genre blending genre blurring music. I love Afro beats. I love high life. I love a lot of the music that's coming out of other parts of the world as they come and interface or interact with Western artists. I love when these kind of collaborations happen. I love when there's new uh, sounds and rhythms injected into the music that we're making. And that's exciting to me.
0: So Shaggy is putting on a, a music conference. You know Shaggy, right? Mr. Bombastic. Oh, Shaggy. Shaggy? Yeah, of course
1: <laughs> I know Shaggy.
0: He's putting on a music conference next year, February. I'm actually gonna tell him, well, he's gonna see this interview, and I'm gonna tell him to invite you. Would you come to to talk to a full room of people, enthusiasts, music executives, etc., and yourself?
1: Absolutely. Depending on what it is, you know, our our show's in February. So depending on the date, I would love to come. I just came back from a conference in Abu Dhabi where I was speaking at the Culture Summit, talking about the power of music, the power of culture. So these, these are the things I do, this is my belief, this is the reason I'm in this position, is to service music people and and to create an environment, an ecosystem where music can thrive, not just in the US, but around the world. So I would love to be a part of any anybody talking about music, people coming together to talk about music and art and culture, that those are my people.
0: Reggae and dance all make up 1% of global music consumption. Um, although Rihanna uses it, Justin Bieber uses it, everybody uses it, but the artists, the, the money generated is less than 1%. How else could the Grammys support artists and rights holders and music for it to sell some records?
1: Well, we're really genre agnostic. We don't pick and choose who we're gonna support. We like to think we're supporting all music people. So if you are a music person working in the industry, whether you're reggae or you're rock and roll, I like to think the academy is here for you. We are here to serve in advocacy, making sure that your music can be fairly monetized and protected. We're here to educate and make sure the next generation of people get exposed to music, whether that's a reggae music and a guy on a guitar or you know someone playing the flute. We want to make sure that music is is preserved and protected and honored through our museum. And we want to make sure that music people have a safety net when they need help and that's music care. So whether that's a reggae artist or a reggae songwriter or a dance hall producer or an engineer, anybody in the music ecosystem, these services are there for you. The Academy is established because we want to serve music people. I think if you're asking specifically about reggae, the idea for us would be to make sure there's enough reggae representation in the organization as far as membership is concerned. And when I talked at the beginning of this interview, I said, the, I think the key if reggae and, and dance hall and other genres want more representation more nominations for a variety of people more performances on the show more trophies more services I think membership is where that all starts just think you're at one percent if we had everyone in the reggae community signing up as a member and this isn't a p- a pitch just to get people to join this is this is for a purpose if we had, all the people in that community join the organization, they would have a hand in what the proposals were, what the categories were. They would then have a hand in voting for the right people. They would then have a hand in deciding who's on the show. This could change the percentage of music consumed just because of the power of the Academy and the power of the Grammys. So it's it's kind of a interesting way of looking at it for me, but I do believe in the power of the music Reggae and dancehall music is it's amazing. It's been important to all music, as you said, genres for quite some time. Making sure we have the right representation at the Academy could have an impact. So I would love to speak more to the artists from that community. I would love to explain to them why it's important for them to be a part of what we're doing. So maybe uh, maybe we can talk further about that.
0: We definitely will. How many, how many submissions were made this year? And when when is the end of the voting period for nominations?
1: There were 70 reggae submissions, but as far as all submissions, there were almost 20,000 submissions across the 91 categories that we have now. Uh, the voting is closed. Submissions are obviously closed. First how round many voting
0: How many Afrobeats?
1: I don't have numbers on Afrobeats because you know we don't have an Afrobeats category. So I'm not sure how many Afrobeats were submitted in pop or other genres, uh, but voting is done. Nominations come out November 15th.
0: After the nomination process, What will happen leading into the the show date?
1: After nominations are released, the ballot goes back out to the voters. So there's about 12,000 voting members of the Academy. The ballot will just have the nominations. The first ballot has everybody who submitted and that ballot is voted on by the the voters. The nominations come out, a second ballot comes out with just the nominees and the same voters look at the nominees and some categories there'll be 10 nominees like in the general field. In other categories, there will be five nominees, and those voters will decide who they think their favorite is or who's the most excellent in that genre, in that category. They'll vote for it, and then that will be announced on the show. So it's a very straightforward process.
0: And what can um, the nominees, the five selected or six selected nominees do to increase their chances of winning?
1: Not much. I mean, the voters are listening to the music. The voters are studying the nominees and they're really we ask our voters to vote based on excellence and quality so there's not a a lot of time for an artist to do a promotional campaign or anything like that and also our voters aren't publicly listed anywhere so you couldn't say i'm going to email all the voters it's really about the music it's really about uh how you wrote the song if you're in a songwriting category how you performed if you're in a performance category our voters are usually very very conscientious and thoughtful they take the time they listen to the music and that's something that i love is our our awards are not based on popularity they're not both based on streams who has the most instagram followers it's really based on the quality of the music our voters are asked to listen and to evaluate and vote on the one that they think is the best of the year
0: harvey mason jr thank you so much my bro
1: man it's good to be here
0: hopefully i'll see you in person uh next time or invite me down and I'm, I'm there. I'm definitely doing that. And I'm gonna try to be at the Grammys this year. I hope I get a ticket or two, and I'll be there in my three-piece suit representing <laughs> for everybody. <laughs> Love I thank- to have you
1: come out, represent Jamaica. Hey, I'm Harvey Mason Jr. from the Recording Academy and the Grammys. You're watching World Music News with JR.